Yeah, it's that time again. Believe sports business, sports media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred and uh, Art Source, uh, Galaxy Sports out of Pennsylvania, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans, our co-host as usual. And uh, so much to talk about. But uh, first of all, let's just talk about last Monday night in the National Football League. The Chargers, uh, excuse me, the Rams lose to the 49ers 24 to 9. How badly did Matt Stafford play in that game? How much do you blame Matt Stafford, uh, Art Source, and how much do you blame Sean McVay? Kyle Shanahan has the Rams number. I mean, if the kid makes the interception at the end of the NFC Championship game, they go to the Super Bowl, he drops it, and the Rams go, and they win, and they deserve to be champions. But, I mean, the last seven regular season games, they've got spanked by San Francisco. And, you know, I I think there's something inherently wrong with Stafford's right elbow. And nobody wants to talk about it. I like this this uh, quarterback they have, Perkins, who can run. They can run the, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the option a little bit. Uh, Bryce Perkins, out of, you know, out of Virginia. But then again, I don't know. You know, I, the 49ers are like one week they're on, one week they're off. They're a hard team to get a grip on the entire NFL. I will say this, Fred, and I wanted to talk about this tonight a little bit. If you look at the hot quarterbacks in the league right now, all right, you got Jalen Hurd, right, Lamar Jackson. All of them are what the kind of quarterbacks we've talked about over the last few years, all right? Their ability to keep the play alive, even even Mahomes. Mahomes on Sunday night, my goodness. I mean, what a performance that was offensively. They, they seem to be able to buy that extra second. Helter-skelter happens in the secondary, and they zip it in there to good receivers. And uh, I think the day of the Tom Brady's, the Matthew, the you know, Matt Ryan's, I think the Stafford's, those days are coming and going. They're gone. I think you need to have some more athletes at quarterback. Okay, I agree with you 100% on that. But I want to go back to the Rams themselves. They pick up Allen Robinson in the offseason. Top-notch receiver at Penn State. I will never forget some of his catches. Then Jacksonville, and then the Bears. How is it possible? And look, Cooper Cup is great. I'm not questioning that. Higby's a fine tight end as far as receiving is concerned. But you have Allen Robinson. He's not a bad number two. I think he caught two passes on Monday night. Isn't that on McVay a little bit? Hey, and I love Allen Robinson, and I'd love to see the Rams come out with a stud at fullback, even the, even the kid they put Stone, whatever his name is, put him at, at like a, a, a personal protector, four receivers, and whip the ball down the field. That would be wonderful. But they're missing one key guy, two key guys. Where's Allen Robinson and where's OBJ? If you could put those two guys, just like in the Super Bowl, I mean, they didn't have Robinson, but they had another uh, Van Jefferson that could play that position just fine. You need to have somebody that could take the lid off the defense. I mean, Sid Gilman has talked about it for 50, 60 years. You know, you look at Al Davis. We didn't all agree with Al, but you know what? Al knew vertical football. You have somebody like a Cliff Branch running deep. Then you can run the vertical patterns underneath, and it can be magic. And, and, and that's what they're missing, Fred. And you know what? For some reason, I've noticed a lot of football teams, and I didn't think Kroenke – and, the, you know, the Waltons and with the Walmarts and the whole shot. I didn't think he'd fall for this, but their offensive line is in total tatters. They have nobody really to back these kids up. 
So in, in fairness to the offense, until that offensive line gets revamped, that's just another average football team. All right, let's go, let's go back to Monday night and uh, something that usually doesn't happen. Well, it happens sometimes. So somebody runs on the field. Bobby Wagner, 250-pound linebacker, very good linebacker, uh, took the guy out. Um, I don't think that's right. I think, the, I, I think a football player – should stay out of it. Ditka did this 50 years ago. Never forget it to a. What if he, what if he you know, fell on his shoulder and, and blew his shoulder out and he's lost for the year? I mean, that's ridiculous. That's what they have security guards for. And believe me, in an NFL football game, every three or four yards, there's a security guard. And there's another host of security guards there as well because the, guy, the protection of the players. The guy yeah. that was on the guy that was on the field actually made a legal case against uh, Bobby Wagner. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with it. Uh, I thought it'd be a civil case if he can say he got hurt or something, but uh, I don't know if he'd win either in either situation, but don't you think Bobby Wagner has to be smarter? That's all that, I guess that's well, the word I intelligent. Mean, Fred, we're not talking, we're not talking about five beta Kappas here. I mean, nothing against Bobby Wagner and he might be brilliant. I don't know, but I mean, most football players, you know, they're, they're going to see a, you know, react and, and do something, you know, I just think it's sad that it happens in the first place. And, but you know, the network showing it, I've never really been a fan of that. I think they could go the other way and they can describe it. That's what these broadcasters get paid $20 million a year for. Show me some descriptive skills. Tell me what happened. I don't need to see it. I don't want to see, first of all, I don't want to see a guy in the nude running around on a football field with pink smoke. <laughs> Number one, you know, I mean, what a matchup Rams, 49ers since I was five years old, huge game. You know, you don't, you don't want Monday night football being ruined by that. It's ridiculous. All right, let's talk about uh, not thinking uh, athletes. Jamon <laughs> Green a few years ago uh, got uh, ejected, and that's why the Warriors lost that year's uh, uh, national championship in the NBA. Apparently on uh, Wednesday, he slugged Jordan Poole of Michigan. Now, Green's Michigan State. I'm not saying that's the reason. But the point is, tell me what you think about Draymond, Draymond Green. You know, very I watched, very I, I watched, the, final, I watched the finals last year, and he got away with some crap on the basketball court. That if I was Steve Kerr, I would have very quietly called timeout, used my forefinger and called him over and said, sit your ass right over here. That's not how we react. And, you know, he, well, he was going after, you know, making fun of one of the, the Celtic players. It was completely, completely crazy. But you have that all over the NBA, Fred, whether it's Kyrie Irving, whether, you know, I mean, it, it, it's like, you know, this is me, me, me. I want to be on TV. It's not team. You know, it, it's that that modern day entitlement athlete. And it just screams. It screams to me that they want attention. And the focus must be on them. And that's not what great sports and team sports are. It's like, how do you make, you know, we've always talked about Oscar Robertson. How do you make your teammates better? You find out what they do best and you put them in that situation. Wow. Hey, there's some synergy that might work on the court or on the field. Okay. Put you on the spot. Russell Westbrook, traded or not traded? I say you keep him, you let him run with the young kids and, and, you know, you get him like almost like a hockey shift. And we've talked about this. 
you know, because let's put it this way. Within two weeks, you know, LeBron's going to be out. Davis is going to be out. We're going to need, you're going to need Westbrook running that offense and, and playing a lot of minutes. Whether only, okay. even if you only did it in half a year, that'd be okay. Okay. You just made a very good point. 55. It was 82 game season in the uh, NBA. I'm putting 55 games for Anthony Davis over or under. I'm going, I'm going under and I, it could be a dozen under. I just, he, the guy's brittle. And I'm going to do the same thing with, uh, you know, the kid from Duke who plays for the New Orleans Pelicans, Williamson. I mean, I, I, they're, they're, they're just, he's too heavy to be doing what he does in a body like that. I mean, he's got to take off like Barkley did 20 or 30 pounds, which is like an earlobe or something. But I mean, that's just how I feel about it, Fred. These guys are not built to play 82 games. And, you know, the new term in basketball, we've been joking about it, other than greed, you know, is, you know, they have to have their you know, time off. And, you know, we're talking about the Clippers. Clippers, one of the better teams in the league. You know, they have to get time off for Kawhi Leonard, time off for Paul George. It's like, really and seriously, you can't play your 27, 30 minutes and play hard. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Clipper management versus Laker management. Would you rate higher? You know, that's that's a rough one, but I mean I'd have to go with the Clippers, and for years it was the other way around. But honest to goodness, um, I think well, you know, first of all, Ballmer's got an unlimited checkbook. That helps. Okay, they go he can go get the guys he wants. Now, does he have the right guy coaching him up? I think he does right now. I think the players like this guy. Uh, Devin Ham, I think the, the jury's still out on on him. Is he really going to be the coach, or is it going to be LeBron coaching and telling him what to do? That's what question that you know only you and I are going to see in the the next eighty two games. All right, um, let's go to baseball. Um, American League MVP, sixty two home runs for a guy who can pitch and hit thirty four home runs. Who would you I'm go gonna for? Co- I'm going to do a cop out and say they're co MVPs because <laughs> they both deserve it. I mean, honest to God, they do. What, what Shohei has done is is you know it's record record breaking. It's 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 advanced the game, and, and you know what Aaron Judge has done. And Judge has been so great for the game of baseball because of his humility and, and the love affair we're all having with his mom. And he, what a wonderful human being he is. You know, I'm excited about the playoffs, though, Fred. We got tomorrow four games. <laughs> I'm excited. Four big baseball games. And one thing I didn't realize is that the, the the teams that have the best records get all three games at home. Well, you have to make the 162 game mean something. Yeah, you have to I, make the I kinda like that. You know, it puts a lot of pressure on the other, those four teams that are on the road, winning two out of three in someone else's town. That's not easy. But there's a lot of conjecture that uh, Buck Showwater of the Mets will not start DeGrom in the first game because he needs. He, I think he's figured out if they win it against the Padres, they're going to need him in the next round against the Dodgers. Now, well, if you're I would Padres, not be looking ahead. I would not be looking Padres, ahead in a three in a three game series. One bomb and you're down one nothing. And, and, I mean, they haven't exactly been playing great baseball. Let's be honest here. I mean, they've had a great season. 
But I mean, if you're going to put Max in the in the the, the first role, it, but you got to have he's got to pitch in one of those three games, Degrom, even if he only goes five or six innings, he's got to pitch. I mean, you got to you you got to get from one round to the next round. You can't think, okay, I want to line up right against the, you know, the, no, you got enough pitchers, Carrasco, you you got other guys that can play. That's ridiculous. I will All tell right, you so this: you know, the team that scares me, honestly. Toronto. I think Toronto has a chance to really have a have a just go a long way in the American League. I will tell you this: uh, Whit Merrifield, who when he was at Kansas City, indicated that uh, he would get vaccinated if he was traded to a winning club, and now he's been vaccinated, so he can play in Canada. Over the last two weeks, has hit like four fifty, yeah. and that's an that's an additional bat in that lineup. So your point could be very well taken to tell you the truth. I mean, I got to. I just have this weird feeling that uh, you know they're they're either going to. I don't know how it, how it lines up, but uh, and I also think Seattle's arms they're underrated. They've got five good pitchers. You know, Mark has been yakking about those Padres. I don't. I just. I don't think they have enough hitting. Um, I'm not real impressed unless you know unless they get two great starts from their top two pitchers back to back in New York. That's a tough, t- you're going against Scherzer and, and well, maybe not DeGrom, like you said, but I, I just think it's going to be tough. Um, I think the Dodgers are in good position, but we talked about it, Fred. You take six, seven days off and you might come out a little bit stale. That's something to think about with these new playoffs. So you got managers, you know, they got the engines moving. They're going to play some preseason. They're going to play some inner squad games. All right. If you're Doc Roberts, do you start Ur- Urias or? Kershaw in game one. Urias. Urias should honestly, he's 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 one of the candidates for the NL Cy Young. He was there for the Dodgers from from A to B, and they never scored for him. The first half of the season, I don't think they scored more than three runs for him in any game. And I mean his record was like it belied the fact how well he well he was pitching. And you know, I I just think Kershaw in the playoffs over the years, and I could be proven out by this. He's not the same pitcher in the playoffs. It's like when we were talking to our, our guest earlier. You know, certain guys do great in the playoffs. Other guys, not so good in the playoffs. Kershaw's not a playoff pitcher. That's just my theory on that one. Uh, believe sports business, sports media, also heard on pod clips. Art, final comment for this afternoon. Hey, great, great college football games this weekend and NFL games this weekend. We're getting to the point where, you know, we had no preseason, so we've played four or five games. You get a good look at what you have. You got UCLA playing Utah. This is a huge game, very huge game, and I'm excited to watch it. And I also think Washington State at USC is going to be a good game in the Pac-12. What do you like, Utah or UCLA? Kind of, you know, as soon as I go and go for UCLA, the Utah will win. I've been going, I, like, I, you know, last week I went against UCLA and they played great. I think DTR is an excellent quarterback. And if he keeps playing the way he's playing, although the last time I saw Utah in the Rose Bowl, they played unbelievable and they still lost, you know, to uh, an incredible performance by Ohio State, C.J. Stroud and his receiver. But, yeah, I, I would have to go UCLA tomorrow, and I, and I think Washington State has a chance to beat SC, I hate to tell you. All right, for Art. For Mario, I'm Fred. We'll see you around the corner. Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, also heard on podcasts. Bye, everybody.